Good afternoon, it's 12 o'clock and that means it's time for the Money Web at Midday Show. I'm Warren Thompson and coming up on the show today we have uh, SPA CEO Graham O'Connor talking to us following the company's uh, interim results to the end of March. Uh, which uh, showed a very, very uh, good improvement in its uh, businesses overseas in particular. A much tougher time in the local market, though. Uh, But we'll be uh, playing my interview uh, with Graham in just a few minutes and getting his reaction to those numbers. And then following that, our market commentator today from uh, Wealth and Investment at First National Bank will be Wayne McCurry. We'll be getting his thoughts on the market, uh, which is not looking very positive at the moment. The all share down 1%. So that's our plan for or the agenda for the show. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Is the land expropriation without compensation plan the biggest threat to the new dawn as promised by new president Cyril Ramaphosa? Can SA make any progress against the background of increasing protest action, strikes and low economic growth? Attend the Brenthurst Wealth SA Quo Vada seminar series hosted in association with MoneyWeb to hear the insights of five leading experts. Magnus Haystek of Brenthurst, Ralph Mateja, political analyst, Magda Verzitska of Signia, Glenn Owen of Momentum, and Jean-Pierre Fastard of Fairtree Capital. Bookings at www.quicket.co.za. Search for Brenthurst. Right, you're back with the Money Web at Midday show. Uh, as I announced in the introduction, the SPA Group releasing uh, interim results for the six months ending March. The market has liked them very much, uh, with the share price up nearly 3% to 192 Rand. But uh, a little bit earlier, I caught up with Graham O'Connor to talk to him about the result that saw revenue rise by 5.3% to 51 billion Rand in a very, uh, a very low inflationary environment for the group. And then a very pleasing increase in headline earnings per share, which rose 14% to 5 Rand 41. Uh, this is what he told us. Well, I'm delighted with him. If you had said to me in September we'd show double-digit profit uh, growth, I would have grabbed with both hands. Um, but they, they popped up nicely by strong performance in Ireland and nice turnaround in Switzerland and a bit disappointing here in South Africa, if I'm perfectly honest. So the so the performance really came from your uh, your offshore businesses. Absolutely, I mean the the Irish business for the fifth year in a row um, grew profits at fifteen and a half percent. Really good performance. Um, the Swiss was the start of the turnaround. Last year we took a caning for the losses we made. We told the market that we'd get it right, and we are getting it right, albeit not as fast as we would have liked. But um, we're making good inroads, and the biggest positive is actually the sentiment of the retailers on the ground there and the quality of our stores. Uh, okay, so I just wanted to get into that because uh, South African corporates going into certainly developed markets have, have had uh, mixed results, I think, at the best of times. What do you really yes. attribute your performance to in those, in those two markets, Switzerland and Ireland? Well, you know, bear in mind, Warren, we, we knew the individuals involved. We knew what we were getting into. And um, we know the spa way, and they, it's very similar to our business here. So we went in there with our eyes open, and with strong values proposition, they live our values like we do here, and that's crucially important for us. So it, it's been a really um, good operation, both in Ireland and Switzerland. Switzerland was more difficult because we had to make some management changes. 
Ireland hasn't been, and their management together with the support from ourselves um, has been really good. Has the, uh, certainly has the, has the, I've just kind of lost my track of thought now, but certainly uh, being able to go in there and develop the supply chains that that, that feed your stores, uh, was that really where most of your focus has gone or certainly no, on the consumer gone, side with, with the branding? Yeah, more on the branding side. It's, it's been on the, on the, well, let's talk to two geographies. In terms of Ireland and the UK, there's certainly been some very nice improvements on the logistics side as well as the, on the transport side. So the delivering to stores and making that more efficient. But the big play has actually been in store upgrades, the relationship with our retailers, and driving the retail business forward. So that's certainly the case in, in Ireland and, and in the UK. As far as Switzerland goes, the massive turnaround there has been at retail. Um, and because of the tough market, it hasn't flown th- flowed through as strongly as we would have hoped at this point. But the, the best part of it is the sentiment from our retailers. I've just come back from India for, from our Spa International Congress, where we're now in 48 countries and pumping. And we had some Swiss retailers there. And the change in mindset is like night and day from where they were 18 months ago. Right, well, very interesting. Perhaps, Graham, just to turn our attention to the local market, uh, yes. just give us a, 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 on a comparable basis what you saw there and certainly also including uh, your view of price inflation in, in our market. Well, it's quite staggering that our inflation has dropped this time last year at 8.2% um, and we're now down at, at uh, 1.9%. Quite staggering on the back of a lot of deflation on the commodities. But... The the market's under pressure, the consumer's under pressure, albeit we're all delighted with the changes that have taken place, the top echelon of the ANC, that's given us really positive sentiment and changed business confidence and consumer confidence, but that hasn't flowed through yet. We expect that to flow through probably in a year's time, something like that, because what we need to do is obviously get employment going and driving the country forward. All right, great. Uh, give us a, just a little bit of uh, a sense in terms of the ongoing investment in each of the three geographies. Uh, by the end of this financial year, uh, where will you have uh, net net stores being opened uh, in, in all three countries? Uh, or just give us a rundown of what you plan to do uh, on that side of things. Well, we, we hope to open um, some more stores in, in, in UK and Ireland, but they have a thing called churn there. The stores are smaller, so they tend to move between the brands. So we'll probably open something like 30 stores and close, or not close, or lose something similar. So it's, it's a net gain of, of, uh, of zero. In, in Switzerland, we expect to increase that number by five or six. In South Africa, depending where you're looking, um, in our various formats, we'll open top stores, we'll open builded stores, we'll open spa stores, and especially the Spa Express, we're starting to roll those out quite quickly now. All right, great. What do you want to do for the full year? Obviously, given the great result that you've had at the interim period, are you guiding to, uh, to higher profits for the full year? <laughs> I'd love to do that, Warren, <laughs> but no, I, I think that the, that the economy is going to remain tough here. I think that if we remain at double digits for the for the full year we'll be doing really well that was graham o'connor the ceo of spa moneyweb has a unique opportunity for financial advisors through our click and advisor offering advisors can interact with a growing investor-based audience and attract new clients to find out more 
visit www.moneyweb.co.za. You're back with the uh, MoneyWeb at Midday Show. The JC All Share down 1% at the moment to 55,379 points. Uh, and it's pretty much uh, red across the bourse with industrials down over 1.3%, uh, gold mining down over 2%, resources down one and a quarter percent and uh, financials just holding in line at the moment. Uh, not uh, any any big move either way there uh, behind uh, Naspers is the most traded share on the on the bourse is bats followed by first rand clicks and the mtn group and then uh, just in terms of the currencies another tough day for the rand uh, it's lost one percent to trade against the u.s dollar at 12 rand 59 it's nearly uh, well over three quarters of a percentage weaker against the pound at 16 rand 71 and against the euro, it's lost nearly 1% to trade at 14.61. Gold's just dipped under $1,300 an ounce, while platinum and palladium are having uh, negative days as well at the moment. Platinum down half a percent to $903 an ounce. Palladium down one-fifth of a percent to $976 an ounce. Joining me now from what sounds like a rebranded business unit is Wayne McCurry from F&B Wealth and Investment. Uh, good afternoon, Wayne. Are, are you... Uh, are you? Has there been a restructure that has prompted the the change in the name on your title? A small one, yes, but still with the same company. All right, fantastic. What did you make of the uh, spa results? Uh, it seems that the market yeah, was no, surprised on the upside. Well, look, on a down day like today, for the share up two percent, it was discounting good news. I mean, this is sitting at uh, probably around about a twenty price earnings ratio, so relatively on the expensive side, but they were very good results. I mean, the operating profits were up 9%, the EPS were up 14%, and I suppose three items of importance. The Switzerland operation turned around, they closed some, some of the loss-making stores, and that made a dramatic turnaround in the overall profitability of the unit. And, of course, you hope that that will be even bigger in the next six months, because that was done during the last six months. Ireland was good in Europe, but of course the stronger rand doesn't help that at all. Tops did very well. I mean, the they, uh, they retail alcohol side did extremely well. And then on the SA, let's say the main business in South Africa, I mean, you did, you did speak about lower food inflation, which is of course good news, but they were also affected by the listeriosis outbreak quite dramatically. In other words, it doesn't matter whether enterprise is making it or not. No one's eating poloni or Vienna sausages or processed meat like that at all. And every single retailer is reporting this, irrespective of what brand they carried or whether it was pulled off the stocks or not. And it's going to take, pulled off the shelves or not. And it's going to take a time, time for people to get back into it. And you just wonder whether some of the retailers might not also put in a class action against Tigers to say you affected your listeriosis outbreak, affected the turnover in all of my processed meats, irrespective of what brand it was. So we'll have to see. Wow, that's quite an interesting development that uh, I hadn't thought of it in, in that uh, light before. Uh, would this certainly be encouraging some more uh, investors to look more closely at other retailers? Look, it's certainly this is quite a large proportion of your of your turnover, and the mere fact that Spa and um, I think there was Macro as well, but Spa specifically mentioned how it's the listeriosis outbreak has just affected 
every single item in that particular segment of the market. It didn't matter who made it or where it came from or what it was. It's all affected. So it, it must be relatively good. But despite that, as we've spoken about, the SPAR results are very good. All right, great. Just in uh, on the SENS, Wayne, and perhaps just a general update from you, but now Marian Roberts telling us that yes. uh, total beneficial interest of Aton uh, has now reached circa 43.944% yeah. of the total issued share capital. Uh, another slow gain, but it looks like they're continuing to accumulate shares, I presume, in the open market. Uh, yes. Are you now pricing in the fact that they're going to get to that 50, 50% plus one? I think they will. Um, certainly some major shareholders, you don't, you don't buy 44% in the open market. You have got some big, long-suffering shareholders in Marion Roberts have sold out to Aton on that offer they've made. And I think they'll get there. They will be now by far the biggest shareholder. And of course, now you wonder, as we saw yesterday, What's going to happen to the merger with Avenge? Because Avenge desperately needs money. I think Avenge and the Marion Roberts merger is not going to happen because Aton doesn't want it. And then Avenge is going to have to do the rights issue at a massive, massive discount. You're going to get hugely diluted in that rights issue. So it's not good news, certainly for, uh, once again, long-suffering Avenge shareholders. Now, I imagine Murray and Roberts have probably incurred some, some costs in putting a bid together yes. for Avenge. Uh, why, why would they proceed without the blessing of a shareholder as large as Aton? Well, they obviously don't like Aton. They don't <laughs> want the deal to go through. They would rather try, they try to counteract the Aton deal by merging with, with uh, trying, to, trying to get a merger through with Avenge and just becoming so much bigger that Aton might not be able to uh, counteract that offer, or they could go to their shareholders and say, look, we're doing something. You don't need Aton in your life. So we'll have to see. Are I you, think Aton's going to get this. Are you, are you interested in uh, any of the construction stocks at the, at the moment, Wayne? No. It's sitting here. At some stage, they're going to turn, but they seem to have the glory years only once every 20 years. So they had a terrible time in the 80s and 90s and they had six glorious years in the 2000s and up until 2007, 2008. And they've had a torrid 10 years since then and I don't know when it's going to turn. So we don't own any. All right. Uh, we'll have to leave it there, Wayne. But thanks as always for your insight. Pleasure. That was uh, Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investment. Remember, this show is being brought to you by Chartered Accountants of South Africa, leaders in business. Numbers rule the world. Inflation, interest rates, petrol price. And when numbers change, you need to know how to respond, especially when it comes to business. Partner with a chartered accountant and get far more than a numbers person. A CASA is equipped with holistic business acumen and decision-making expertise when evaluating your business's future growth. Partner with a responsible leader in business. Partner with a CASA today. Go to saika.co.za. And that brings us to the end of another MoneyWeb at Midday show. I'll be back at the same time tomorrow. Cheers for now. 